Sunday afternoon, we uh, got word of a uh, a press release posted on the official city government website for the town of Franklin, Tennessee, announcing the hiring of a couple of new deputy chiefs. One of them, Kenny Winslow, police chief here in Springfield, Illinois. We started asking questions, as other media did as well. Uh, and came to find out that even though Franklin, Tennessee, believed they had hired a new deputy chief, it wasn't actually official yet. Chief Winslow had not submitted a resignation here and told Alderman that he was, quote, torn about the decision. Several days later, the chief has uh, had a sit down with Mayor Jim Langfelder, and the mayor joins us live this afternoon to give us an update. Mayor Jim Langfelder, always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks for the time. Well, thank you, Jim, and I should note that you were the first to uh, contact the city about that particular news announcement. Well, and uh, to be honest, uh, the member of your staff that I reached out to uh, seemed surprised by it, too, which, again, is, is an odd situation because apparently the, the chief did tell Franklin, Tennessee, he was planning to take that job. But, uh, I mean, well, before we get into all of that, let me just ask you straight up. Do we know definitively yet what Chief Kenny Winslow's status is and what his future is here in the Springfield Police Department. Well, you know, he's still chief of police for Springfield, um, and will remain that until, you know, he decides not to. And, of course, he'd have to do that in writing, but that hasn't taken place. Uh, with regards to a decision, um, I think that's still up in the air. It's a very difficult decision for him. I know he loves this community. Uh, he's taking us in the right direction. Uh, and anytime you make a decision of this magnitude, it really – it's a family decision, and so I told him uh, we'll give him whatever time he needs to make sure he makes the right decision for his family because this will impact the rest of their lives. Do you know what prompted it in the first place? I mean, this isn't a, a something that just happens overnight. You've got to actually be looking. You've got to go interview, have lengthy conversations with a prospective future employer. And in this case, again, it appears he actually told them he would take the job. Uh, was the chief dissatisfied with his uh, with his job or with his compensation or with any aspect of being chief here? Why, why was he on the search for a, a new employment? Well, I think, uh, well, actually, um, he uh, he. I, I guess uh, the job came up. You know, anytime uh, when you're, um, you know, a police officer or a firefighter, you know, 50 is the magic age, I believe, for most of them. And so when you're looking at that, um, you probably consider your options. In this particular case, he wasn't out looking for a job. I think he answered the application kind of on a whim. He saw it and goes, what the heck, I'll apply. And the reason for that area is because he's, you know, vacationed there a number of times and you know, you know, all of us, I think, think, oh, what where would we like to be five years from now, ten years from now, or uh, maybe in retirement? And so uh, I think he did it on the whim, and lo and behold, uh, you know, he has great credentials. So went through the interview process. I think there was 78 applicants, and we, we, you know, now everybody should realize what the gem that we have right here serving us as chief. You know, he uh, described this in the message that went out to the uh, alderman over the weekend as word started to get out about this, described it as a tentative acceptance of the job. It didn't sound tentative to Franklin, Tennessee. Like I said, they posted it on their website. This wasn't something, again, that uh, just sort of leaked out. They made it public, and they described him in their press release as the former police chief of Springfield. So they apparently thought he was completely on board. Have you gotten any explanation for how the the miscommunication happened one way or the other? 
Well, uh, the chief would have to answer that. Uh, You know, that's a conversation between him and Tennessee as far as that goes. Um, For myself, you know, people are wondering, oh, when did you know? Um, You know, he told me that uh, they did offer him the position. Um, I think it was last Thursday. And then, uh, you know, Friday it did get out, uh, you know, their announcement within the staff that uh, they offered him the spot. So, um, you know, I think his intent, well, he took his family down there over the weekend uh, because, again, it's a family decision trying to decide, uh, you know, what what transpires as far as that goes. And um, and then, lo and behold, uh, it got out before he got back Monday and, you know, thought he'd have a formalized decision at that point in time. But here we are on Wednesday, and it's just, uh, you know, he's just trying to navigate his way through that important choice in his life. Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder is live with us here on WMAY. And, Mayor, you, you said you'd give him whatever time he uh, needed to make the decision, but you actually went a little bit farther than that. You also offered him a pay raise if, in fact, he stays, a 5% pay hike, about $7,000. What prompted you to do that? Well, um, you know, actually, you know, I, money's never been an issue for uh, Chief Winslow. It hadn't been a motivator. Uh, one of the things that we will have to address, uh, whether he stays or goes, is compaction. Uh, you know, we have a Bloomington police chief that gets paid, I think it's well over $10,000 more than the chief of Springfield. And so we need to correct that. But also with our command staff, um, there's individuals, you know, within the ranks, you know, when we're talking about diversity, a lot of people don't want to go past sergeant uh, because they don't want to go into the higher ranks because you can work overtime and earn as much or more than the command staff with not as much headache. So, we need to change that salary structure, but I did offer the 5%. Um, I codified it Monday, you know, prior to that, you know, when he told me Friday, I said, well, you know, I, you know, I'd say, well, whatever you, let me know what you'd like to have as far as salary goes, because it's important. I think he's done a great job for us for seven years as chief, 26 years on the job of, uh, for the police force. But uh, the, when you're retired, uh, the pension, if, when you draw the pension, you get 3% each year. So uh, that came into play, I'm sure because uh, you're leaving that money on the table. You know, if you if he retired today or whenever he could, he get a 3% increase. So you, you knew you had to at least reach that level. 5% is what I could do without council approval. And so that's the number I threw out there to uh, kind of see if that would make a difference, making up that 3% increase that he would receive uh, if he did retire well, on his pension. Nothing you could do would top what he would get in terms of a pension plus whatever salary he'd make in, in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, you know, I get what you're saying about compaction, but if, if salary hasn't been an issue for the chief, you yourself have said the coming budget year could be kind of tough for the city because we don't yet know how all of the uh, pandemic downturn is going to shake out. Is it really the right time to be uh, to offering any of your top brass a, a pay raise? Well, uh, when you have a quality individual like Chief Winslow, you want to retain, um, you know, the quality workers that you have. So uh, it's a lot harder. You know, we have great succession planning in place. Um, is it worth that 5%? Without a doubt. And so um, you'd want consistency and uh, continue our movement in a positive direction with regards to the uh, police department. And we'll make that happen regardless. But I think it's well worth the 5% if he decides to go that route and stay. Do you have any sense of a timeline for when the chief will make a decision and, and let you know what his plans are? Well, I did tell him uh, last night after council, you know, I said to the media that at that point in time, I'd like to have an answer by the end of the week. So I see that uh, that I, I believe he's coming close to making that 
uh, decision. I know he had to meet with family members and talk through a few items, and um, then uh, he'll make that announcement. Uh, all right. Well, Mayor, keep us posted on that. Listen, while I've got you here, I wanted to ask you about one other thing that came up at the council meeting last night, and that was some of the discussion over the Springfield Fire Department going out to uh, restaurants who were trying to use uh, heated tents to allow customers to dine on the premises. But some of the heaters they've been using uh, don't actually uh, uh, comply with the fire code. Uh, the, you were asked by a couple of the aldermen last night to take some executive action to uh, overrule that and get those uh, businesses back up and running with their outdoor tents and with their heaters. Bring us up to speed on what's happened today on that. Well, I did uh, challenge, uh, uh, you know, the um, um, acting chief, uh, Brandon Blau, to see what other cities are doing that are using. The ones uh, I think that could be used uh, with proper measures are the propane ones. Those are stand-up ones. Um, you know, they're about six feet tall. The flames contain for the most part. Um, you know, I think you could do a fire watch. That's what we've done in buildings, where if you have a basement that's, uh, you know, kind of a uh, doesn't have the proper fire code, you send an employee down there periodically. You could do the same thing with the outside uh, setup and uh, set those parameters. I think there's other instances that I've heard where they're having the, um, oh, the uh, fire setup. I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that, a fireplace. Is that, is that but, the salamander? Is that what I heard reference? Well, the last salamander, night? but it's a fire pit. Fire pit. Okay. You know, some and uh, you know where flames actually shoot out. Well, that's very dangerous. And so when you have that clear open fire, so I think. Uh, but I did challenge Brandon Blau to have a solution what other cities are doing, especially for those stand-ups. Um, and I don't care if you have to raise the tent, uh, make it bigger, or whatever the case may be. Other cities are doing it. And in the code, they, I know they go back to the code, but in the code it also says that the fire marshal can approve it. And so other cities have figured out a way to do it. We need to do that. And whatever changes need to be made, making that acceptable, we should be open to that. The other side of it is uh, if that's uh, other options, we should look into that. And I know Chief Blau is uh, looking at other um, heating options. If that's the case, if uh, in a restaurant or something it's already had that cash outlay, we do not want to become a greater burden on them, we would probably eat the costs associated with upgrading or changing them out if that is the case. So that's where we're at uh, with regards to that. But uh, I told them we'd need to work through that by Friday so uh, they can go weekend and serve the public that they'd like to. So so the city would actually uh, may pick up the cost of the, the difference in swapping out one heating system for another? That's a, a great possibility because, again, restaurants are hanging on by their fingernails. Uh, you know, in the bars, too, and uh, we need to make sure that they can make it through December and January. That's the goal uh, until uh, federal government comes with a relief package. And that's the change. You know, last time when everybody closed, there was a, the CARES Act came, and it helped uh, the PPP program, the Paycheck Protection Program. Well, there's no relief right now currently available so of that magnitude. So uh, that's why we came with the utility relief uh, program that will be uh, announced this week as far as the parameters of that to give uh, bars, restaurants, small businesses some utility relief, try to get them through these next crucial months so uh, we can all make it through to the spring. Alderman Hanauer uh, says he's requested an ordinance for emergency passage to basically do what you've just said, allow those propane patio heaters and, and allow bar and restaurant staff to serve as the fire watch while they're carrying out other duties. Uh, would you support that? Do we need an ordinance? Can this all be done just on the, the, the fire department's own discretion? 
Well, I don't think you need an ordinance. I think it uh, comes down to the liability factor, and that's uh, always been the case with regards to that. So um, that's something I'd have to talk to Corporation Council. You know, if it's something we can do, we should act, uh, you know, from the fire standpoint and, uh, you know, move in that direction. Is, because, is there a- uh, quite frankly, on these propane heaters, they've been out there for a long period of time. This just didn't pop up, and that's the frustrating part of all this. Uh, I've preached since day one, especially to internal directors and chiefs, uh, the importance of consistency. And here you have, you know, you're coming into December, and all of a sudden this is an issue. Uh, it's just a head-scratcher. I said that uh, last night, and it is when you uh, – and we'll work our way through it to find a solution uh, so the restaurants can serve the public. Is there a difference in liability uh, de- between having the fire department just do this of their own volition or having an ordinance that allows businesses to do this? Does the city incur a different would, level of liability? Yeah, I would have to check with uh, – I would have to check with the uh, Corporation Council on that uh, – form of liability. I think that could definitely weigh into it, Uh, but uh, that's something I'll have to check in greater detail. Mayor, we'll follow up on that. Also looking forward to hearing more about the utility relief program for these bars and restaurants, and obviously uh, when we uh, hear something about the chief, please be sure to pass it along. Sure will. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. Thank you.